Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity.
everyone. OMG, I'm happy. Today, you are listening to Bonnie Albers On Air, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. But the cool news is, I know this week has been a little short for me because I usually have a little bit more shows, but we are starting this week off with one of my absolute faves. She is a psychic medium from the UK an author, a life coach. She is a speaker and the author of a book I just love, love, love the title of. Who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? I ask myself that every morning I get up. So I just am excited to have Deb Hawkin in the house. So please welcome Deb to the show. Hi, Deb. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Uh, well, we don't want to ask that this week, but actually oh, I am right. doing <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. More important is, how are you, my friend? I am pretty good, thank you very much. I've had a poorly husband this week, but he managed to survive um, food poisoning in any manner, which is quite remarkable, but he did it. Wow. Do you know what, Deb? I mean, you know how I bring everything to me, around me, but I had food poisoning too. Oh, how weird. Yes. That's, and I thought mm. I poisoned myself with the. I know exactly what it was. But then I'm thinking I've heard two people. I mean, I, I just, it's weird that we all had food poisoning within the last five days of each other. It's crazy. Mm. So it how did he get food certainly poisoning? Is. How did he get food poisoning? Yeah, how did he get food poisoning? Um, we don't really know because he ate a meal out that I didn't eat. Uh, at lunchtime and it tasted perfectly all right but he was just so ill that night and we can't think what else would have done it but he said it tasted perfectly okay you know unless well, it was a 24-hour sickness bug yeah well you know what I'm starting to think because of all these people I, I it was I, I can pinpoint exactly what I ate but it can't be everybody said did he also have I mean now now we're getting into personal stuff but did he have a, ha a headache with it a really really bad whirly like he had the whirlies um I don't know because he was in a he was in a very strange state he was definitely not with me and I kept telling him things and he couldn't remember them yeah, I don't know about this, Deb, because I first thought I was food poisoned, and mm. uh, and every now I'm hearing about three other people. I know two other people with the same the same symptoms. But anyway, to get back to the show, please send him um, love and his way, and I know you do, and uh, I am so happy that he's feeling better. Now, tell everybody first of all what you you do and where I, I, that you do this for a living you're an incredible channeler and an amazing uh medium and a uh you, you know you don't put psychic but chasing psychic medium from the uk you're a fabulous author i love the title of your book and you're a great life mechanic and unexpected medium mike favorite lines that you have on your bio but tell people i know you do this for a living and i forget to do this every time with the really excited about so for everybody please tell them what you do and offer that they can actually because you do do this uh for people and how they can get a hold of you should they want to have a personal uh time with you 
All right. Well, you can book through my website. I'm just putting the address up now, which is www.debhawken.com. And Hawken isn't the traditional K-I-N, it's K-E-N. So Hawken, H-A-W-K-E-N. Um, you can email me on deb at debhawken.com. You can find my book on Amazon and other online retailers. Um, you can work with me over Skype, a lot of work over Skype, um, and I'm Dancing Star 57. And yes, that was the only number I can think of, and I do give away my age. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 59. Um, yeah. Oh, my what do goodness. I do? Is, is it, yeah. it's, dance, it's Dancing Star 57, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm okay, Deb Dancing Star because I um I was inspired by the saying by Nietzsche, one must have chaos in oneself in order to give birth to a dancing star. And uh, although I don't believe people have to have chaos in in themselves, um, if you have, then you might as well get use it to give birth to a dancing star. I love yeah. that. Oh my gosh, I'm so chaotic, as you know, as uh, being that you know me a little bit, uh, maybe more yeah. than anybody thinks you do, and uh, hmm. and I am totally looking at those dancing stars. But everyone, you you're you're listening to one of my absolute favorite. Uh, workers that I go to, meaning at light workers. She's amazing. She's, you'll hear her today. She actually has help from the other side, like we all do, but she channels an unbelievable uh, gentleman. Um, probably many, but the one that I know the, the most is Amos. And, uh, and so Deb calls on a lot of her peeps to help her uh, with um, what she does in the 3D world. Am I speaking out of turn, Deb, or am I correct? No, you're absolutely right. In fact, I saw one of our most fam famous mediums from the UK, Derek Okora, the other night. And um, I've never seen a medium of his level and his caliber work as closely with a guide as he does with his guide, Sam. And he really, really works his mediumship with Sam. And at one point, he couldn't place a message. And he said, OK, can you help me? Oh, and he was just sort of quietly talking to him, not in an ostentatious way, going, OK, I'll, I'll start walking. Am I going left or right? Left. OK, just tell me where to stop. OK, which row wow. am I in? And he just looked at a lady and he said, you understand some of this, don't you? And she said, yes, I do. He said, well, why oh. didn't you take the message then? He said, but you've got a message audience. Sam will find you. And that is it was amazing. just amazing to work, to watch someone with that experience work as closely with their guide as I do with Amos. Absolutely. So, yes, but I, my personal feeling is that spirit have an overview that we do not. And I see a lot of amazing psychics in this world and they rely on their own psychic ability and it's absolutely amazing. But I work in a slightly different way and as much as m many psychics, not all of course, try to give guidance for problems, tell you what you've got coming up and things like that. But I actually use my ability to, um, with Amos, to prepare people for life and string them for it. And for example, if I read the tarot, most people will know tarot are problem cards. So they're not problem cards as far as Amos is concerned. They're telling him what problems you need solution to. So for him, <laughs> the minute you see swords, you want to get solutions. 
And I had a lady once say that she didn't feel the reading was very good. And I said, well, okay, you know, then that's fine. I can't charge you if it didn't work for you. And we parted on very good terms. And six months later, I got a letter from her saying that her husband had commented how well she was coping that year with things that had been gone compared to previous years. And she said, I sat down and thought, I am. She said, and then I realized that subconsciously I was following every piece of advice you and Amos gave me. So I came wow. in and told my husband and he said, um, you know, oh, my God, that's awesome. And she, he said, what are you going to do? She said, well, firstly, I'm going to send her the money, which she did. She said, and secondly, we're booking a holiday for the first two weeks in August. And they had a family situation where her mother and sister fell out. And, of course, she was the peacemaker. So what they did was six months of you tell her I said, well, you tell her I said. And Amos's advice, so the next time it kicked off, was to go away. And it was going to happen in August. So go away in the first two weeks. Because without her with the best will and the kindest heart in the world acting as interference, they'd have to talk. And by the time wow. she got back on holiday two weeks later, they were past it because they'd have been forced to talk. And she said it was just such good advice. That's amazing. And that is how he works. Yeah. Neither That's he amazing. nor I believe in predicting. Go on. Sorry, Bonnie. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just, I, I have to, I'm, you know, instead of saying wow, which is like a word you really shouldn't use all the time. So I'm trying amazing now. But this is, this is no, just, I you know, as it. you're speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What somebody said to me, if you said, wow, one more time, I'm just going to have to turn you off. So I thought, okay, I'm going to switch a different word. So today it's amazing. But, you, you know, yeah. it's amazing. So please keep talking. I'm just, I'm just saying, wow, it's amazing. So go ahead. Mm. Yeah, it, it is incredible stuff. But the reason that neither he nor I like prediction is if you go to a psychic and they predict, predict a future you like, you'll do it. If they say something you don't like or you may not feel ready for, then you won't do it. And the future that you don't like the sound of could be right for you. And people will oh, yeah. often, you know, you know, and sometimes the future is a little more challenging than you would like, but it gets you to a better place. Now, I've known psychics who are incredibly accurate predictors, but personally, I wouldn't go to one um i just feel uncomfortable with the idea of knowing the future and that's a perfectly personal comment you know everybody has to react as they wish but i am yes. better suited to the people who want to take control of their lives um you know get their power back and actually be able to with guidance and some inspiration work out decisions because as amos always says people bang on about free will free will free will and then they think that the whole of the future is set in stone. Whereas if, for example, you're looking for a job and the person in that job thinks, no, I'm going to stay for a year to the end of the year and get my bonus, you know, and then a psychic says you're going to get a new job in six months and that doesn't happen. It wasn't that the psychic was wrong. It was just the person decided to stay in the job longer. On the right. other hand, a person using their free will can decide, no, I can't wait for the bonus. I just can't do this job anymore. I'm going now. So yes. there is a lot, you know, actual, the accuracy of prediction can be somebody wishing to follow that. And, you know, and the psychic will be picking up instantly. But yes. I prefer to prepare people if, you know, if there is going to be a bit of sticky time or, you know, sometimes I'll say, I feel you should get in, think about a new job in about February, March. But 
if something good comes up that you like the look of, go for it. Because it could be the person's just got fed up with the job and's leaving or a woman's got pregnant and didn't expect to be. You know, don't stick to actual timings. And if you don't like that job, well, then, you know, start looking again in February, March. You know, But I just... I'm just not comfortable with having the power to predict someone's lives. And I have a story that you all might find very interesting. And I've always had permission to tell this from a friend of mine. And she yes. went to a medium once because she was fed up with not being married. And the medium told her who she would meet, where she would meet him, when she would meet him. She gave her his name, his full career details, absolutely everything. And on the night the medium said she would meet him, where she said she'd meet him, she met the man of this name with this career. The medium wow. just didn't pick up one thing. The man was a Walter Mitty. He was a liar. He was one ah. of those people that, because he couldn't face his real world, built himself a completely different fantasy world. He had never been in the SAS. He had never been in the Marines. He wasn't still working for them. He told her he was going to work but there was a hitch with his pay and um she found him sitting in a lay-by in the in his car in newspaper one day when she had to come home for something she'd forgotten from work and she couldn't believe wow. it he'd not been going to work there was no back pay and she lost a hundred thousand pound house plus had over forty thousand pounds worth of debt on top as you know, as well as the whole house being wiped out, and she nearly owned all of it. Now, that medium was not wrong. She was 99% accurate. And in any job, that would be a fantastic accuracy level. Absolutely. 1%, that tiny point she missed, was the difference between my friend owning her own house three years later and landing up in a one-bedroom rented flat. I had uh, another friend... That's crazy. Yep. Oh, my god! I had another friend who went to see three psychics, one in London, one in Kent, which is way south of the River Thames, and one in Devon, which is out to the southwest of the UK. And they all told her the same thing. There's a strong connection to Devon with you. There's a man, Mr. Wright, is losing his hair. He has a dog, and he's waiting for you. So she made the connection. Mr. Wright, strong connection to Devon, man with a dog, waiting for her she would go to Devon to live. And it did not work out for her. And she said to me when I got my first guide, Edward, could he explain it? And he said, yes, there was a Mr. Wright. He was waiting <laughs> for you at home. There was a strong connection to Devon. You've got a best friend there. It was three separate statements. He did have a dog. And she said, oh, my God, yes, the man that I was with at the time who sadly died was at home, was losing his hair and did have a dog. But those those three pieces of information got tied up into one sentence that after he died, sent her to Devon looking for a Mr. Wright who didn't live there. That is and so all it was again. Wild. Yeah, it, a hundred, but when you think about it, it was 100 percent accurate. If you took Absolutely. it as three separate statements and you know, when you think of that level of accuracy as i said it would be extraordinary in any job 
Yes. But you know what? I've got to tell you this. And it's amazing that you're telling these stories because I always, the same thing happened. And again, I'm going to wrap it around to me and then, <laughs> but then you can all say, be quiet, Bonnie. But I did a reading for someone and, and Susan who's listening. I just told her the story and I, and the woman turned around who's, she's also very psychic. And she said, that reading isn't for her. It's for me. And I said, what? And she said, You're, you, those cards are for me. And she read the cards the way she heard them for her. Yeah. And I always thought, and, and, and when she did it, I was reading for a daughter who also is psychic. And I said, you know what? I always have been told that multiple messages come through, you know, messages you give and it's who hears them, takes them and uses them wisely. So that's crazy because mm. you, this, they just showed me the reading I did, but you know, it, it, you know, it is really, really perplexing when somebody listens mm. to you you're 90 99 is amazing that she could be that right it's just it's mm. the interpretation that comes into play don't you feel that way absolutely and when i asked my friend about it she said to be honest deb i had reservations from the word go she said but i dismissed them because a medium had told me and the medium was right and she said, and you know, she was honest enough to say that is not the medium's fault that I dismissed reservations because she'd been right. And to yes. my mind, it wasn't the medium's fault because you should always exercise judgment. You know, Absolutely. I do believe she, she was she was faithful to that man. So he died, and I do believe when you met him, he was very very screwed up, and then he would suddenly do something, and you would see the incredibly beautiful man that he was inside. And it was heartbreaking how beautiful he truly was below a lot of alcohol problems and a very, very painful past. Yeah, um, that's see amazing. why he, you know, the medium was right. He was Mr. Right. And the thing is, there would have been no problem marrying him, but you just keep him completely away from the household finances. You know, yeah. we, we can never expect that, you know, because they landed up arguing over money because he'd lied. Where if she'd have thought, well, okay, this man feels like Mr. Right to me, but I'm suspicious of his way he handles money and the things he says, so I will carry on living very carefully and wait and see what happens. But instead, they built up a load of debt because he told her he had a huge amount of money coming and he didn't. Yes. You know, so listen, I've heard that before. Exactly. And if you listen to a medium, you've still got to, even if they're right still exercise your judgment you know had they not argued over money if they she'd maintained control of finances and continue and they'd been happier he might have recovered from his alcohol problem you know I, it's and within it you know you've really got to exercise your judgment at all times and spirit won't go oh right well you've disobeyed us we're going to throw a thunderbolt at you you know as, <laughs> no, they don't. as, as says ignore us, fine, nothing will go wrong because your life path is there. It might be a bit harder, you might have to do it in a different way, but you know, it isn't that you must, must, must listen to spirit at all costs. Also, they have yes. very good ways of getting hold if they want to. You know, they guide a lot of people, a lot of people will tell you in their lives that they've done things instinctively and it's worked out, and that'll be a combination of them and their life guide working together. 
Matthew McConaughey, the American actor, his Oscar yes. acceptance speech is absolutely amazing. Um, if you listen to Jim Carrey, um, he did a commencement speech at a university a few years ago, and that's extraordinary. They both know they're guided. You know? Absolutely. I, I mean, I always, you know, I use the example of Einstein, of course, because everybody knows Einstein. You really think he didn't get his PhD in college because there wasn't anything like what we have or Van Gogh in the painting school. It was all divinely guided. It was guided by because we needed that information and the spirit had to get that information through or and they and and Einstein was chosen actually probably knew it before he came down here but I always say that Deb I always say that we're not we're divinely guided in a lot of things and we just don't realize it we do but but people who aren't you know looking at their connection to spirit they're very divinely guided so I, I always say mm. we're all we're a team we're always a team it's just whether we recognize that team you know yeah, I mean my per my personal feeling is you know if you've got financial legal worries go to appropriate professional if you want some inspiration go to a psychic you know yeah. we are for inspiration but on the one hand we can't say people have got free will but psychics can control you you know yeah, it just it, it doesn't work that way free will is always there as i said subconsciously you like a reading you'll follow it I, I'll tell you, and, and subconsciously, if you don't like a reading, you won't. But I'll tell you another wonderful story. I went to a yes. friend's 40th birthday party one night, and she said to me, avoid this person at all costs, because she's mad with psychics at the moment. So I said, okay, I'll do my best. And, of course, I didn't. And, um, and she was telling me yet. she was mad. Well, no, I didn't realize who it was, actually. I tried, but I didn't manage it. And she said, I'm mad with psychics at the moment. And I told her why. And I said, why? And then she looked and said, no, I'm not. I'm mad with myself. So I said, what happened? She said, well, a psychic told me I was going to be mis meet Mr. Wright in a bar in this place. And his name was going to be David. She said, and I met this lovely man one night. She said, we really got on. We clicked. We had a few dates. She said, and then in the end, I said to him, I'm really sorry, I can't be with you. And he said, why? And she said, well, I went to a psychic and um, she told me I'm going to meet a man called David and he'll be the love of my life. And he said, and you don't think I am? And she said, oh, no, you can't be. Your name's not David. And he said, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? She said, nothing, but your name's not David. And he was called Steve-O. And um, off, so he got so quite rightly annoyed, went off, found somebody else. And she was talking to one of his friends a few months later, and his friend said, oh, knowing his character, I'm not surprised he didn't tell you. And she said, what? He said, we all call him Steve-O, but it's a joke. His name was David. Oh, my Lord. Well, why didn't he tell her? Um, because he was slightly irritated by being dumped because he's never being <laughs> dumped because his name wasn't the right one that a psychic gave. You of know, course. he clearly didn't believe it, but you know, and you Absol can't blame him, so can you? No, yeah, because he, no, you know, I, I love that story and I love what, what goes behind that because uh, I do. It, it, you know, it should be all about feeling and about knowing, and and we are the ones that help with feeling it, 
and and yeah. and guiding, not so much I feel the responsibility of knowing. And that's where I think, you know, we know, but I can't tell you how I I love that story. I because the responsibility is too much for all of us, I think that or I feel that oh, God, that are here. We want to guide you. We don't want to tell you. And that's that's yeah. really a good good way to look at it. Although if you ask my friends and people, I tell them and then I say, I told you so. But mm. but but I don't want them to listen to me. That's the whole thing. I, I want them to be guided by their Geiger counter. I, I love being able to give advice. I like being able to help, you know, uh, guide people. And I keep hearing the word guide, guide, guide. So I don't know whether it's your guide or I'm supposed to tell everybody that their guides are also around to help them. And and I feel that psychic mediums do guide people to um, to their own self uh, knowledge, and that's what I love. And if that made sense to you, mm. great. But I don't know why they wanted me to go through that whole diatribe, but I did. Uh, you know, mm. I love that story, Deb, and I'm sure the reason that we had to hear it, and, and especially we're getting into the holidays, we're getting into the people want to know things, and I love that you told that because uh, because you are a you, you do guide people is what you're saying. You'd rather be a guide and be able to um, enhance somebody as to how and what and to help with versus tell them what their future is. And 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 I love that. Oh, if I've not stated absolutely. that correctly, <laughs> you go and correct me, please. No, you're quite correct. But I think the most important thing is the way, you know, for working psychics is how you deliver a message. I would say yes. that I feel that there's romance coming up at this time of year. And this is the sort of place that you've got to, you may meet this person. But, you know, if it doesn't work out exactly as I put it, and you meet someone very important, and that feels right to you, get to know them, ask them questions. You know, I've got the name David. I feel it's either this person's name or it sits around him. So, you know, if you meet someone and he's very special and his name's not David, ask him about David. And I'm always very careful to throw those sort of ideas in to give the person the idea, yes, I can follow this guy's part. There might be questions yeah. that I have to ask here. And it isn't often, to be honest, that you find a member of the public who does follow every step at a time. But I've always felt that the, again, there's a lot of subconsciousness. When I'm going to say this, a lot of people listening will think, oh, that's absolute nonsense. I'd never think in that way. But subconsciously, mediums speak to heaven, which is where God lives, where everything is yes. right, everything is known, all the work, yes. in, you know, information of the universe is there. And there's a big subconscious thing. It really surprised me when Amos made a suggestion once and I said oh, I've got to do that then and he said no you haven't and I realized that even I was thinking in those terms well he's got this broad overview you know because he lives in that special place so he has to be absolutely right and he said no and you kept using the word guide which could very well have been him because he said I'm here to guide you to walk with you to let you wow. walk your life path to maybe say shall we not go down that route you know, it might be a really good idea if we didn't go down. Okay, we're going down that road. It's all gone wrong. Take my <laughs> hand and we'll get you back out of it again. And the next time I say maybe don't go down that route, you might give that an ounce of consideration, you know. And he's quite blunt. Wow. Um, 
but he says they're not there to interfere with our life path. You know, God gave us, as he said, talking the terms it's always talked about, you, God gave the world for a reason, and that isn't to do what I or anyone else tell you. But if you ask me for advice, I will give the best advice that I have at that moment. He said and something I, might change, you know. I love that advice he gives, and I am going mm. to use that as a inspiration to springboard to take a few callers. We did want to talk about, and we didn't even get to it, so I'm hoping you come back, Deb. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But I, because it's the holidays, and I am going to take a few callers first. But I, I, there, you know, we I did want to get into, and I, and and you know, we could tie it all in, but about um you know what uh our relationships spirit our spiritual approach to romance it's coming up we've got the holidays i, I feel it's really crazy because i feel there'll be people who are really inspired by the holidays and then people who go into the blues because of the holidays i never quite understand mm. it but but it's something i'd like to bring you back and talk about or talk about later after i take a few callers because i know we have oh, callers I can, I can go in i can find christmas and and birthdays and things difficult so i do understand that yeah I understand well you know that very well i i do too to it but i always feel and you know i'm i hear everybody say bonnie you have rose colored glasses on but i always feel we create what we do so if we feel bad and i did for a long time about uh the holidays because my dad passed away my best friend on the holidays i could have easily slipped back into that but i try to double what I do in happiness on the days I feel that I could, you know, easily not want to look at it. So that's me. And I, and mm. I hope that, you know, I hope that I can talk some people or chat some people into mm. doing that. We create our own reality. So if we want to actually, you know, come out of that, and I always call, call it the scorpionic energy, we might want to, and don't yell at me Scorpios because my daughter's a Scorpio, but, uh, you know, let's <laughs> talk about how we can actually, you know, make the holidays happy for us. So I am going yep. to get to the, if that's okay, Deb, I'm going to take the first caller. And they're all, I, could, I keep feeling the need to, for speed here because I feel like there's somebody that needs a message and I don't know who it is on the line, probably everybody that wants to speak with you, but there's somebody that really, really, really needs to hear what you say. And I'm, and I'm starting to feel like clammy, so I need to get to some of the callers and feel who it is. But 719, you are on with Deb Hawkins. Hi. 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 Thank you for taking my call. Hi, no Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Sorry, what's Kelly. your name, honey? Kelly, right. Yes. Kelly, this is Deb. And Deb what? is going to talk to you about anything you want to chat about. So go for it. How can how can we try and help you? Uh well, I'm today is Pearl Harbor Day. Um my my dad was in it. Uh, when it originally happened. He's been off this mortal coil now since 2012. Um, and I'm kind of wondering, oh, I don't know. If, uh, I, I don't always hear the other side really well, and I'm just kind of mm. wondering if there's, you know, anybody has anything to say. And I'm, I'm also kind of, I feel like I'm at a place and space in my life where, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at the family homestead, I'll put it that way. Uh, I've got two teenagers uh, and we're all, you know, we're in an itty-bitty, teeny-weeny town out in the middle of nowhere. We're 
unfortunately, we're like three and a half blocks from the school, <laughs> 40 miles from nowhere. Um, but I'm just kind of wondering, I don't know, I, I feel like I've hit, I don't know, maybe a wall, and I'm going, should I go right, left, over the top, through it? It's like, what do I do with this? Right, okay. Do nothing. <laughs> At the moment, your lot is is taken up with the children. Um, it's it's Amos says it's just a time. He has a lovely phrase which I absolutely hate. It's the windowless, doorless room. And there comes a point that? in our lives that we go through a transition, and it feels like there's no way out. Like there's no windows letting in light. There are no doors open. Everything you try doesn't work. And he always says to me, and I kick up Murray Hell about this, but he's always right. <laughs> wait, because what you want and what you're hoping for is not coming in yet. And there's no way that we can hurry it at the moment. So I'm afraid, madam, you need to get a nice armchair in the windowless doorless room <laughs> and get some books and a light and sit down and read books and just wait. And then I start moaning, whining, whinging and complaining. And I think just puts headphones on and plays very nice celestial music. You are in at the moment a place where there isn't a lot that you can physically do. But Amos always has suggestions for times like this, because when we have children, they take a lot of our time, don't they? And we yeah, can't be as flexible as we would like to. And I feel I, I did. You were slightly breaking up when you were speaking to me. So if I'm repeating something, you'd forgive me. Um, but I feel like finances are not great either. But what we can do when we're in a place like that is we can learn. We can read books. We can read about, you know, psychic and mediumship skills. We can find out if there are online courses that we can do free that will add some knowledge to, in, to us in a way that we might be able to work. Now, when you think of the internet, Skype now, everything like that, anyone wants to learn spiritual stuff and work, can work from home over Skype, making time to go and pick the children up from school, take the children to school and everything else that they want to do and need to do. And I feel that at the moment, you've just got to hang on that few weeks longer and dig in, but start learning because there is always a door. A door always opens, a window always opens when the right set of um, situations stack up, it always shifts. But you can use that time when you don't know what to do to become more knowledgeable or more able to actually help yourself. And this is one I feel that, as you say, you don't always hear spirit, but you're very much the psychic, very much the medium, very much yes, the empath yes. and the intuitive, ideally suited to being a life coach, something like that. Because psychic life coaches, you don't fall us. You know, you can't tell us a story and we're going to fall for it. We'll just ask you that one question that right. um, you really, really wish we hadn't asked. You're ideally suited to this sort of thing. So you could start learning about how people think, how color works, about chakras, about anything. But just hang tough for about another six weeks and then there is a shift coming. I feel if you had your astrology chart done, it would tell you there is a shift coming and things are going to change. You said that you live 40 miles from nowhere. 
it must be in some ways quite quite delightful to live there in the peace and quiet. But Amos also reminds us that sometimes the middle of nowhere isn't the best place to make things happen. You know, it, it can actually add a, add a level of complication um, for us. And it might be something that next year you're going to have to look at. But if you are, it will become plainly obvious. You won't be able to message. Um, so you don't have to worry about it unless you get smacked in the face with there's a fabulous job and you two need to move, you know. So you right. don't have to worry about that. But it really is dig in, learn. As I said, you have a great capacity to help others. Skype means you can help people from wherever you are. PayPal means you can be paid by people wherever you are. You know, there's so much flexibility. So learn, 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 and try not to champ at the bit. You've got Christmas to prepare for. You've got trip trees to put up if they haven't been up since your Thanksgiving and things like that. You know, get that over and then start thinking again. And I would say that if you are going to go for something more in depth, I would feel strongly with you an astrology chart, if you've never had yours done, early next year um, would be a really good idea. Okay. I know, well, I, I, know, I know I'm an Aquarius. Um, mm. um, let's see, I've, I've, had, I've had it done, oh man, I'll, I'll say years ago, and mm. somebody said it's like I had something like, um, I don't know, a grand cross or something like that in it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what in the heck it was. It grand, do, you mean a grand, do you mean a grand trine? Or something like, yeah, something like that in a bucket. Oh, a my goodness. in a bucket. I don't know. <laughs> it's like that a cross in a bucket or something like that. So I was like, okay. Incredibly lucky, the grand trine. But remember, you've got yeah. your yearly transition chart as to where your your planets will be in that year. You know, your birth chart's the blueprint of the day you were born. The transition chart, the planets move every day and they affect oh. us every day. So you can have a transition chart done by an astrologer who will look at your birthday and then tell you where they're all going to be this year and what they're going oh, to be wow. up with. I feel that could be very useful for you for some guidance and inspiration. Oh, gosh, okay. yes. I've got a friend who's one of the top astrologers in the UK. Um, the stuff he can do, he can tell you about the year. But he always wow. says, you know, your astrology chart is a blueprint. I can tell yes. you where he said to me about three years ago, if you can get a lucky break this August, things will be really easy for you to actually become very well known. He said, unfortunately, if you can't, it's going to become harder again. He said, because there are times when making it is easy and times when making it are hard. And I didn't right. get the lucky break. Unfortunately, it didn't come through. It was the potential, but it didn't come through. Um, and he said, you, you know, it will still happen because that's in your birth chart. We first thing he said when he looked at my birth chart is, do you want to be world famous? I said, well, I've never given that any thought. Why? He said, well, you will be. Well, I still don't know I how that's going to happen. Yeah, well, I don't I'm know how that's going to happen eight years later, but there you go. But yes, it, it is hang tough at the moment. And at the beginning, you said something about somebody else you're worried about. Oh, I said um, today is is Pearl Harbor. It's Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, but I, when I grew up, it was Pearl Harbor Day. And I mm. said my dad uh, was in the Navy uh, when it was bombed. He was there at Pearl Harbor when it was bombed. And then he oh, right. shuffled off. 
he he shuffled off this world uh, February 29th of 2012. So right. I was just kind of wondering if he had anything to say or if anybody, I mean, because most of my people are actually on the other. I have more people on the other side than I do on this side. Oh, we joined the club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got, I once argued with a medium who couldn't place a man for me. And I said, I'm terribly sorry. I know 40 men over there. You know? <laughs> Just, yeah, um, I must admit, I'm not particularly picking up anything from spirit. I picked up Amos very strongly, but I'm not picking up any family members, I'm afraid. So I am sorry about that. Um, if Barry comes back onto Bonnie's show, he might be able to get hold of him for you. Yeah, he's, he's but, on uh, tomorrow, so we're excited. But Kelly, oh, I what, hope Barry she's helped you. Yes, Barry's Ask on. Barry. With, yeah, yeah, so Barry will yeah. be here tomorrow. You know what's really yeah. crazy Barry yeah. we have to Barry and I have to get a few things straight he keeps bringing through my family with everybody else's and he goes Bonnie it's like this you asked to have a reading and we haven't done it yet maybe we should because they keep coming in with everybody else's reading so I, I gotta talk to Barry by tomorrow <laughs> maybe they'll do something in the <laughs> beginning because it's crazy and you know I always bring everything back to myself but Kelly I hope we helped yeah. you today and and you know yeah, um, I am going to ask you know, we're both Kelly and I absolutely love astrology. I talk astrology, but I can't do astrology charts and updates and progressions. I believe that everybody should have their chart done. It is a blueprint of everybody's life. And I I am putting Kelly on mute, but it is a blueprint of everything you're going to do here and more. Things you can see in that chart that past life, future, everything you can see. And then they progress it, like you were saying. And each year they do a progression. I love that. And if you've got a astrologist that you think is the best, I want to know who it is, Deb, because we want him over here or her, whichever it is. But um, I believe but I believe Steve has tried, has done a tour of the um, of the states, I believe. Well, we, I'd yeah. like him to be on the show if he wants to be on the show because astrology is me, <laughs> but I just don't do it. I, I speak it, but I, I've never – you have to study it for so long. I've had astrologists on the show that are amazing, 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 and anyone I hear about that wants to be on the show, is it, it, I just always covet and love. But I am going to go to 510. 510, you are on with Deb Hawkins. Mm -hmm. You are lucky. Hi. Oh, Hi. Thank you so much. Hello, Deb. My name is Rochelle. And Rochelle. Oh. Yes. I'd love your name Rochelle. like that. <laughs> I'm in California. And I have a decision I'm very perplexed about. Um, I am working with a gentleman named Rick who handles my investments. And I've been thinking about leaving him and going elsewhere to a man named Bill or a couple named Tony and um, I can't remember her name. But I, I don't know what to do because I, this does involve quite a bit of money. And um, I've been asking for guidance, signs as to which direction to go into. Okay. Um, and sorry, what, what is it that Rick handles? He handles my brokerage accounts. Right. Um, I've got a, a very uncomfortable feeling around this. Are you not happy with what Rick's doing? 
there's some things in his personal life that have made me very unhappy and I'm um, a little on edge um, for the past year and a half regarding him. Yeah, but is he doing good work for you? Um, since I've never been to anybody else, I think he does, um, but I think it could be better. Yeah, yeah. I, f I feel you've got to look into this really carefully because um, I feel that he does actually do a good solid job for you. I can't feel any, any, anything difficult about this man. I acknowledge that you say in his personal life there are issues, but be, I've got to say to you, you've got to be very careful and your hesitation is absolutely right whenever people come and they say they're hesitating the usual comment i get from amos which came straight in was good she should be um you're hesitating for a good reason if you knew what you were doing it was right you'd go ahead and you would do it um the moving on amos says it's neither here nor there you can move on and find a good broker or not but the fact that you're hesitating he never speaks about other people ever but because he won't say that's a bad person or that's a good person because he just doesn't believe reading people who are not in a room but he's what he's coming in with most is he wants to support your hesitation he wants you to hang fast at the moment and keep looking until you meet a broker that you just know is the right person for you you know I don't want to ever say anything that will affect someone else's business, but the the way that Amos wants to put it to you, and please read between the lines, is if you're not comfortable, do not do it, but do keep looking for another broker. You are right to be looking for another broker, but you trust your hesitation completely and look and find someone you know you're going to be comfortable with. Yeah? Yes, wow. I have an interview with a gentleman named Bill and also another one with Tony and Ann coming up. Mm. Um, you, you will know who you're comfortable with. You will mm -hmm. absolutely know who you're comfortable with. He's just go with that feeling of complete comfort. He says, get lots of references. If anyone wants your business, say, well, where are your testimonials? Can I speak to some of your clients? You'll know. You'll know when somebody's working on that honest and truthful vibration. Yeah. There's yeah. such a big price difference for their service from the gentleman named Rick and everybody else. Rick is much, much less expensive. So I would be dishing out a lot more money for going with mm. somebody new. Or not losing a lot of money. Um, yeah. You know, in which case, I, yeah. I in mean, which case, think about that right. yeah go ahead but in I'm which sorry. case the people interviewing that's all right my darling the people in in interviewing you need to prove to you that mm -hmm. they do good things for their clients they need to give you that evidence and i feel mm -hmm. that the person who says absolutely look at this look there you can talk to these people that's the one to go with yeah, okay. but, but but you're All feeling right. you can't trust yourself because you've been hesitating for so long. Actually, yeah, you're perfect. It's been about a year. I've been um, 
the thought came into my head about a year ago, and I've been dealing with this and trying to research and figure out which direction I'm going in. Yeah, but just the hesitation is absolutely right. You're doing the right thing. You have not found the right person yet, but you'll know. Ask them those okay. questions. Which of your clients can I speak to to find out about your service? I want testimonials. I want to see and see the person who goes fine. I can put you on to people. That's not a problem. And then okay. go with them. Okay. Thank but trust yourself. Hesitation has been right. Okay. Thank you, dear. Thank you so yes. much. Both you. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Bye -bye. Uh, I thank you. All right. Bye bye. I, you know when I write in chat. I can't talk, chat, sing, uh, bring things from, from the ethers. So if you hear me hesitate for one second, is because I have to switch into different lines to get to chat, which I want to thank everybody in chat and, and tell you that I love you all. I, I love when all the guests and everybody there, um, and I just can't do both at once. So please, if you hear me hesitating, it's usually because I'm looking at chat. I am going to pick up your next caller. Your next caller is 831 and then 407. I know you're in chat. You'll be after that. So 831, you are on with Deb Hawk and you are very lucky. Hi. I am. I am. Hi, Bonnie. I, I am very lucky. Hi, Deb. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Who you. are we speaking with? Um, Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen. Go Hi. for it, girl. Okay, I'd love to know um, if um, if there's a genuine romance uh, in the air for me or not, or any guidance in that regard. Oh, gosh, yes. And you have got to party like a little bunny over Christmas and New Year. Um, you need to, you need to go out and you need to, the minute you spoke, I got this huge smile from the universe of, of course there is. She absolutely deserves only the best, only as much love as the world can give her. But you don't know the person as you well know, which means you need to get out there. You need to party. You need to enjoy your festive season. You need to meet new people because I feel very strongly that a lot of people who are looking for love, the festive season, just new year, new start, the Christmas, it's such a good time to meet people. And you really have got to get out there and party like a little bunny. So I hope you've got lots of sparkly frocks and lovely shoes um, <laughs> because there is a potential. You know, what we have to hope is that you both go to the same party on the same night. That would be really helpful. And if your girlfriend say, come out with us, do not say the words, my hair's a mess. Put it up in a ponytail, put a pretty scrunchie on top, sparkle it with glitter and go out. But get out over that Christmas and New Year period. There is definitely the love is hovering around you so strongly at the moment. And the connection is so there. You've just literally got to get out of your house, out away from everything you know, do some new things and find that person. Um, so, as I said, if your girlfriend stay come out with us, the answer is no, yes, I will come. <laughs> you know, if I if I have to put a bag over my head and put a pretty face on it or draw some nice hair, I'll come with you. OK, so but the smile I got, they call it the Abraham squeeze. And it's a smile that comes from the pit of your stomach right the way up through your body when somebody's just said something that is right. And I got that the moment you asked that question. So party like a bunny over Christmas, okay? I sure will. Thanks a lot. Sounds fun. And, and look so for much. a very 
look for a very nicely dressed man as well. Oh, very, yes. if he, yeah, you, your, if he, your clue if, is he's very, very smart. Yeah. Well, wait, if he okay, has a bag over his head and you have a bag over your head, then you know you're both perfectly matched. <laughs> 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 wait, I got to tell you before I actually let you go, Deb, I am smiling from the time she got on. I can't get this smile off my face. It hurts almost. That, so yep. when you were kept yep. saying smile, 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 her smile, I, they're smiling. It is amazing how well and accurate I know that you don't want that responsibility, Deb, but you got it and Amos will take it. But it is amazing how the smile on my face just won't stop. So, yeah, I love it. And I, and I love that for her. Yeah. Oh, terrific. <laughs> terrific. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good time. I, I, hope ne I, I hope next year is as good as I'm feeling it will be for you. And I will pray for you that it is. So. Fingers crossed. Oh, thank you. Oh, and thank Amos said, don't, don't you, hang yeah. about when you meet either. You'll know there's no need for long, long relationships, long engagements. Go with your gut. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Excellent. Okay, okay thank then. Thank you for calling. I love it. Thank I, you. I love it. You're thank welcome. You. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> you love kisses. us, what you're saying. You love us, and you're so happy you got on. I know it. Okay. You know Deb, I love the show. I always love the show. I get so jazzed when I get on the air. So I'm so happy. And, you know, I feel so that, you know, that might be the message. I mean, right there, I said that somebody needed that message. And, you know, some people will say, oh, well, you have to give these profound messages. But some of the messages that are most profound are something like what you just gave, because mm. I can't stop smiling. And that's the real tincture of life is smile, laugh and love. Don't you think or feel? Absolutely. That Abraham squeeze. You just cannot, it is like the squeeze of the smile comes right up, you know, yes. right up through your body. There's, I had it years before I even knew it was called the Abraham squeeze, you know. Well, I, well, I will tell you that. I hope that, uh, you know, again, I bring everything back to myself. I hope you could say that about everything that I'm taking on board for myself. So I am going to give, I'm going to put on 407, she has been in chat. And I know yeah. she's been waiting to hear from you. So 407, you are on, Miss Queen, with Deb Hawken, who you both have air in you. So as far as I can feel the intelligence, and you're both authors. Hi, Susan! Hi. Hi, Bonnie, oh. Princess Bonnie and Deb. I, you and I have been chatting in, in, in chat, and, uh, which I find you, I find hilarious that you're capable of multitasking because usually Bonnie and I aren't. And, oh, no, you uh, can. Yeah. Wait, I, I, I type all day, have. every day. Yeah. yeah. I, I typed all day, every day for 13 years nonstop. So oh, I can, yeah. I can. My my typing brain and hands are completely disconnected, but I'm also a Gemini, you know, so uh, yeah, I can well, I can be. Yeah. It used to annoy people that I'd type and look over my shoulder at them. Well, how can you still be hitting the right keys? Well, I, you know, after 13 years of typing all day every day, I do know exactly where they are. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, what can do we I've, do for I've, you, Susan? 
I have a Gemini rising, so it's like I can do a little, uh, a little bit of it. But then I'm, I, I have um, the Taurus moon and a, a Libra sun sign, so it's that, you know. Oh well, if I do it, I need to do it perfect. So you know, <laughs> that, that kind of yeah. thing. And so. you do, yeah. and you do, citizen. Thank you. Well, I, I've been. I've been listening to you and, and uh, of course, chatting with you. And I guess the, I was, I, I'm just, just totally blown away. I can feel the connection that you have to this powerful assistance that you've got going for you. And it's like, whoa, just like fills up, takes up space. I mean, <laughs> space. And I um, so it. I just I, like. My question, uh, if you can assist me in any kind of message, is that uh, my living arrangements and finances, I moved to California to be closer to my daughter and granddaughter, and my sister is still in in North Carolina. Uh, things uh, haven't quite worked out the way that I thought they were going to work out in California, but I'm so happy to be closer to my daughter and granddaughter. But uh, I'm having caught between a rock and a hard place because my sister's by herself and I'm happy here, but financially, you know, kind of squeezing it. And I just hear this clock ticking in my head that uh, time is running out and that uh, to enjoy every single moment. I don't know how to interpret. I don't want to leave California to move back to North Carolina, actually what I want is my sister to come here. Um, we do have a, uh, an inheritance coming sometime, whatever, whenever that happens. So is there any message? Uh, it's like I have no answer for myself anymore. I, I, it's like when I try to look and see an outcome of where this is, it's just I always see this blank wall, which is unusual. And I just hear, just enjoy every precious moment. And mm. so, you know, I mean, and this clock that's ticking in my head is really pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Go for it, Deb. Yeah, I must admit, I wish I had my tarot cards upstairs because I'd like to actually put out a few of my tarot cards on this one. Um, mm -hmm. Tony, yeah. could you do me an urgent favor, please? Would you dash downstairs to the study and get my tarot cards in the blue, my small ones? They usually sit with the crystals. Sorry, I've got a most amazing tarot deck by a um, an American artist, actually. And I left them on oh, my table lovely. one day. And this, this man picked them up and he brought them over to me. And he said, are these yours? I said, yes. He said, well, don't let them out of your sight. And I said, why? He said, well, they're out of print. He said, and those tarot cards will go for between 150 and 200 pounds. And I thought, wow. oh, my God, you know, because they're my tarot cards. I don't care what they're worth. They're staying with me. So Tony's just yeah. gone downstairs to get them for me. Um, when well, you look at a brick wall, it isn't – it is that windowless, doorless room thing we were talking about earlier. The there's There isn't anything at the moment that is coming in that can be done. That's step one. Um, yeah. And – as I said, you know, I fight it. We all fear it. You know, when you get that blank. Yes, thank you. Yes, love. When you get that blank space where. Um, oh, OK. OK. Yeah. <laughs> okay. OK. Well, the way I deal my cards is I get Amos to actually put them out. Um, 
Right. Do you need any more? Because obviously you're going to do this as a very short reading. OK, right. Um, so we all fight it. We all think we should be able to see the way forward. But sometimes the path isn't built. Yes, our life path is going and you're still traveling that. But the path to where you want to be isn't built yet. Now, the clock ticking, you've been being asked to work for spirit for a long time, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're running out of patience. That's the clock you can hear. The card I've got is the one where spirit want to download to you. And in, in my pack it is an Egyptian lady sitting in front of the pyramids. Hello? Why do we want oh. you to work with them? And they're just ticking this clock louder and louder. Deb, you're breaking and louder up. Going. You, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're yeah, you're cutting in and out, Deb. So it's weird. I wonder if this message, I uh, wonder if there's yeah, a reason. That's, that's the way they've been messing with me for the last two months. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Deb. Let's see um, if we can hear you. What I can do for you, Susan, if you don't hear it all, I can very easily type this up in an email if you email me at deb at debhawkin.com for you and oh. I'll keep the cards to one side. But okay. let me know if I'm if I'm clearer now. Am I clearer now? Yes. yes. It's only when it you started okay. reading. Right. Okay, go ahead. The Princess of Staves is a huge download from Spirit waiting to happen. They want you to work with them. The clock that's ticking is you've said that you will start working with them at this time in your life, and they're waiting. Um, yes, you're getting told to enjoy every precious moment, but that is just a simple way of saying be where you are at the moment. Don't worry about it. It's all going to work out. Your sister is very lonely and she is obviously going to have the opportunity to move over to be with you. If she chooses not to, then you have to accept that and you have to go and see her whenever you can and phone her as much as you can. But you've made your move for a reason that your sister, I know, fully understands. She understands you want to be with your daughter and your grandchildren, and she is quite okay with that. But she also is a little lost. So either she does decide to join you and, you know, you have some fun together, or it's going to be see her when you can, call her when you can, and encourage her to get out, meet people, and do things, okay? You've got the Ten of Cups, which is a castle under a rainbow with people moving towards it over the drawbridge and that tells you that everything is just coming in and it's going to settle itself but between the spiritual download and things settling you have a sword card where people have to go from your life and situations have to go from your life in order for it to come clear this isn't a death card as you know it is just you, this is a time for decluttering, for getting focused on where you want to be and for not allowing other people to draw you from your path, keeping your energy into you. So that is blocking between the spirit and the future coming up. That's the brick wall that you're looking at at the moment. Let things sort themselves out. But you've got the world. The world is obviously wow. a very, very beautiful, beautiful card, as you know. Mm -hmm. Amos's advice at the moment is you're still searching. Keep looking. For goodness sake, start listening and working with them. Okay. You can choose how you work with them, but you are going to have to drive that work forward because they cannot keep nagging you. Now, I must admit, when you said that the this is only a very brief overview of what we're 
take about an hour with these cards in all. Um, mm -hmm. But when you said the clock was ticking, like you, I wonder what the heck they mean. But they seem very clear that they want you to work with them, please. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if you don't listen to that clock. You'll end up with a drum banging in the background. They really, <laughs> really, really want you to work with them. But there is, um, on, on the subject of your sister, I presume that the legacy will be when someone passes from this world? Uh, uh, she, she hasn't yet, but it's not as quite as big as what we thought it was going to be with her, her aunt coping, mary but it will help about her aunt yeah. loretta or something yeah. yeah because this just has to it is that situation that needs to work itself out um mm -hmm. and all you can do is put the love of family around her and as i said you know see if she will move over to be with you but you have not made the wrong decision um the only reason you're looking at a brick wall is that and really until you start working with spirit your answers are not going to appear for you because that is the next plan in your life. When you say, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going for it. Let's work together. Let's see what we can do. I think you'll find that the answers will start appearing. Wow. Well, I, I've refused to work with spirit because I was tortured so much when I was a kid uh, and, mm. and, uh, and coming in trying to reach me and I just totally shut it out. But the last couple months I have been I've had several experiences I actually for the first time ever ever you know I, and I've always been fascinated with ghosts and that spirits and that type of thing but I actually saw a ghost materialize in front of me and I wow. and I we scared each other half to death it was like oh my god you see me you know and he went poof you know and I've never had that happen, but I'm also starting to get a really strong messages from those that have just recently passed over, sending messages mm. to loved ones. And I've always been hesitant about it because when that door opens, uh, when I was a child, that light not only brought good, but also drew one that particularly tortured me when I was mm. a child. Right. So I have that resistance, you know. Right. This is why we have guides. Amos acts as my gatekeeper. Nothing gets past Amos that he does not want to let past. And I am yeah. very comfortable with that. You have a choice as to how you work with a guide. And I, I know, know mediums now. who yeah, they're disturbed day and night. And they 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 oh no, they disturb me day and night. I can't get any sleep. And the first thing I thought when I heard that was that's stupid. And yes. so my guide, Edward, at the time said, would you like me to act as a gatekeeper? So being highly knowledgeable, I went, a what? And he said, mm -hmm. well, you can work in such a way that nothing gets to you that doesn't come through me first. And ah. I said, yeah, we will, we, will do, we will do that one. And then when Amos mm -hmm. come in, he said, would you like me to continue to work as a gatekeeper? And I said, yes, please. And I have on the rare occasion have spirit touch my mind. And all I said to them is, can you please go and find my guide? You know, go and find Very him. If he wants, if you're meant to talk to me, he will let you through. And that's the way I do it. Because sometimes I've had the odd touch where it, I've, I've touched wood, never had anything unpleasant, except something I picked up in a circle once um, by <laughs> someone who refused to control 
her connection spirit and let them all rampage through her house at night um, when I politely suggested that having a guide that can put a stop to that might be a good idea. She didn't want the guide that put a stop to it and she didn't want them rampaging through her house either. And she was the only person I ever picked up anything uncomfortable from. So I think the step with you is to find your guide first because your reservations are absolutely correct is to get you in touch with a spirit guide and if you well, can do, do that and you allow the gatekeeper work you won't have anything to worry about because they simply won't have nonsense that's all there is to it <laughs> well i do have one and but i've never asked him to do that particularly and maybe that's what i need he's um he's what i call my movie theater guide apparently he wasn't born when hollywood and movies and he's fascinated with commercials and movies and entertainment field and when he has a message to give me it's he shows me snippets of movies and scenes and things like that so i i'm and i'm very comfortable with him i'm i'm very um i trust him very much and maybe that's what i need to do is say if i'm going to work with the spirit world you filter you know make sure yeah. that that nothing comes through so i never thought about that before no thank you very but, much but the thing is the truth of the matter is we don't know the full extent of the spirit world and we don't know everything that goes on over there and i yes. think that a wide a wise human puts themselves <laughs> in the hands of someone who does so i would i would go away and have a really good chat with your guide and when you feel ready i think you should come on this show as a guest um, well, you know, with the open comment that this is your first time ever and just see what happens and see what you can do, because I feel there is a lot you can do, you know, she but it is going to be the, yeah, she's an the working medium. with spirit. Sorry? Yeah. She's an Akashic medium. Yeah. She's on my show all the time. <laughs> all right. But, okay. But uh, she does so, different yeah. things. So it's not, she doesn't bring... All, she does sometimes, but not bring a spirit through. She sends them to me, but she, mm. but she is an Akashic medium. It's a very interesting. She's one of the best I know. So uh, right. I, I, I do ask Susan that I'm going to put you. I'm going to mute you so I can bring someone else through. But you kind of got your answer. Okay. Some exactly what Barry yes, said. Thank kind you. Of. Yes. Thank you so much. You know? it, it, it answered a lot of a lot of kind of what the heck is going on here. But thank you very much that I've made the right decision moving to California and that I'm meant to be here and to not doubt it. Have um, you been to Mount Shasta yet? I'm sorry, what was that? Have you been to Mount Shasta yet? To Mount Shasta, Susan. Yeah, Mount, oh, Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta? No, yes. no, I live in the I live in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and I really haven't had a chance to really explore the places that I want to see at all because I'm working so much, which is mm. part of what I want to change. <laughs> I, I do think a nice sit there and observe the mountain for a weekend wouldn't do you any harm whatsoever. Especially if you work with the Akashic Records, because of course Mount Shasta is supposed to be where the aliens actually connect to this planet. So it is going to be a portal or um, a dimensional link. So oh, I feel like I sit, make... sit there and you'll come back quite in, inspired. 
I will make it a point of putting it on my agenda to uh, first I'll find out where it is from where I am. <laughs> and I'll then, meet you uh, there, point. Mm. I'll meet you there. I want to go. Okay. Okay. Deal. I'll Deal. Thank you, Deb. All right. Thank you so much. You're That's welcome. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye, Susan. Bye-bye. Oh my God, she is amazing psychic medium herself. Though the medium part, she doesn't want to hear. Uh, and and Deb, if you ever want, if Amos wants you to have your kit, you probably he probably has opened them for you. But she's one of the best Acacia record mediums that I have ever met. So to and mm. she's 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 amazing. But you know what's funny? When you went to read your tarot cards, she's a tarot card reader. All right. I just knew that I needed a little inspiration with it, you know. Isn't that crazy? It's, she's uh, one of the she's what she reads tarot like I've never heard anybody read her. She bridges these things and put it but so when you went to get your tarot, I thought, wow, Amos is telling mm. you exactly what she does. So two one four, you are on with Deb Hawkins. And again, you are lucky. Two one four. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are y'all? We are I'm fabulous. Enjoying show. I'm enjoying the show. Thank you for having me on. My name is Ruben. You're very welcome. Hi, Ruben. Hi, Ruben. How can we help you? Hi. Is that a sandwich? Are you a sandwich? Uh, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go to my oh. deli and ask. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm um, trying to see if, uh, by chance, if there's anything you can um, tell me about a uh, feature for career for me, or a job, or something related along those lines. Right, okay. Um, immediate answer that through is, you. there is a saying by Confucius, if you do the work you love, you will never work a day in your life. And you obviously should be looking for a job in something that really, really interests you. Um, I feel that a job so far has been just that. It's been just a job. It's been what you've been able to get, what you've been able to do. But you are a very inspired man. And I feel that you could do something, I'm going to say a very wrong word here that a lot of people don't like. But I'm going to say it anyway because it's being given to me. Politics. Now, you're probably, yeah, you're probably going to scream and faint, but politics needs people and the people that work around politics, lobbying for um, decent behavior, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, need to be truly decent, honorable, caring people who are fighting for the right things. Some Somewhere in there is a future for you because you are a very caring person. And I feel that at, at the moment, we all have to play it safe, don't we, with work when it comes to money. We've got to be very, very careful. But I feel that at the moment, job-wise, things are not great, not been very happy. But if you actually sat down and really thought about your dreams and the things that you're committed to and the things that matter to you, you would see the start of a new path going forward. And it might be a path that you would have to step 
perhaps in the evenings, perhaps at weekends, perhaps finding groups that care about the things that you care about. But from actually a volunteer perspective and a going in and a getting interested, you could build a very fine career for yourself. But you need to express your creativity in your career. You need to, you're an amazing thinker. You make links between things. If people bought you a massive problem that couldn't be solved on a social level, you would immediately, you would see those links, but you're not using what is in your heart and you have to get out of the idea of job and into the idea of never working another day in your life because you do what you care about. And I feel that you care about people, society, um, you know, the being destroyed, um, guns and that sort of thing quite deeply. You know, you, you, you care about the world as it is today. And I feel if you sat down and went into your heart and thought, what do I really care about and let that guide you, you'll end up with something far more fulfilling that makes you happy, that stretches that amazing mind of yours a lot more than you've got now. How does that feel as a fit for you at the moment? Well, that's a very kind um, way of saying my path uh, or stating my path. Um, I am a creative person and I have um, something that I've been doing that um, hasn't led to anything. And I want it to lead to something regarding these things to, in order to enhance it. Um, I am finding it a, a little bit of a stretch because uh, as you probably are aware, being this way uh, or any particular way um, I have to be probably surrounded by people who are like me in order to achieve mm. those things. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and that is that is the hard part. But I asked you how it sat with you because Amos said that what he said is quite a big pill for you to swallow. But if you sit and think about it, um, you know, I mean, some people say, oh, you could never go into politics. It's not spiritual. Well, excuse me, spiritual people. Will you damn well get in there? You know, you are the people that we need right at the top. I'm hopeless at it. I absolutely hate I kept falling asleep in meetings while gentlemen pontificated on silly subjects, I'm afraid. So it really didn't suit me, even though I've got a good political mind. But for you, if you sit down and think about where you are and what you really care about, there's an obvious link there for you to follow. And I've found this frustration in my life that I've tried something that I deeply care and it doesn't work and I've got so this isn't fair and then I try something else and that doesn't work either and now I've got to a point in my life where I can see how the things I've tried that have frustrated me have led to exactly where I am now and I'm making a switch from psychic mediumship to being a professional speaker and I want to go out there and I want to tell people about our world in a way that they can take people who don't know what we're talking about and they haven't got a clue why. I want to go out there and I want to introduce them to it in a number of different ways and see if I can link people together. And where you are at the moment, we're doing is undoubtedly right, but now you need the next piece of the jigsaw to start making things work. And it is that what what do you care about? How do you want to do it? Do you know, I had to found myself to typing board year-end letter and happiness jar just now 
a vision board, actually setting up a vision board for you and thinking about, as I said, you, you've got this mind that makes connections. You've got one thing. What does that thing need added to it? And where do you get that? And then you're going to just put it all together into one thing that works. But it is, Amos says, you could go out and get another job. That wouldn't be a problem. That, you know, seek, look for jobs, get a job. But if you want to follow your path and you want to do what caused you to do there is a lot of thinking for you to sit down and do to start seeing those links and start following them and then you'll get where you want to go but the spirit are saying that they and he says it's not just me he has your guides with him they want you to start really thinking what do i care about what matters to me how do i use that because that's your clue going forward I know that that isn't exactly what you hope to hear and doesn't feel like a great help at the moment. But if you give it time and some thought, I think you're going to see it. But it is definitely it is definitely in the in your talents to help people. It definitely is. But it. But it is a lot more this real world than it is actually particularly working with spirit. But you also have to remember that I could become prime minister into Amos, which would be a thing that would freak out 99.9% .9 of the British public. But if I would not change from being me and I would still seek his guidance, knowing that he would give me the right hints, the right words to say and the right thoughts to work with, and he feels that he's given you this information probably a few months too early. But think and you'll see it. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> what he's trying oh, what funny. he's trying to do is nudge you a little onto. He just said, All right, I'll show you. There's a path full of brambles and thorns that you're kind of walking along at the moment, and he just sort of got an elbow and knocks you onto the path next to it, which is golden and and, and he says that's how close you are to the right thing. So he's just gently wow. nudged you off onto the golden one. But he says it always has to come from your heart. Yeah, go on. No, it's just funny because uh, I, I dream these very incredibly vivid dreams. And I wake up in the middle of the night saying, I don't know, what the heck am I dreaming? It doesn't make sense mm. right now. Maybe it will later. But it's so far-fetched from where I'm at right now. It's just... Right. Well, like then a, perhaps take what I've done and add your dreams to it and see right. what happens. Cool. Right on. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Let's know how it goes, won't you? Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Go to the Thank go you. to the deli and have a Reuben. You might find something <laughs> there. Okay. <laughs> have Thank a great you. Sure day. Will. I hope I hope we've helped you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, y'all too. You're welcome. Bye bye. You know, Deb, we only have three minutes, and I am right. never going to be able to get through all of the calls that we have. And I know when people hear that, then they hang up. But I do want to ask you to tell everybody that is listening how they, again, can get a hold of you. You think, you know what, I would love to say it, but they don't let me. And I don't know why. Maybe Amos can help me understand that. I never can tell. They won't allow me. And I don't like the word never because, you know, that's such a, a, a distinct statement. But they will not allow me, my guides, to say how to get a hold of somebody. So please, again, 
We have three minutes, Deb. Tell everybody who would like a private reading or to get a hold of you or to discuss life coaching, intuitive life coaching, or whatever mediumship uh, to speak with you and Amos or whatever which way you, you desire to get a hold of you. And I don't know why I'm tongue-tied. I don't know why I'm tongue-tied. Thank you. Go ahead for it. <laughs> Okay. Um, it is, as I said, you've got to remember that surname, H-A-W-K-E-N. And I always say to people, think of us as Ken and Barbie, because a lot of spell Hawking, K-I-N-S, and that doesn't allow people to find me. So it's very simple. It's www.debhawken.com. The email is deb at debhawken.com. And they're the best two ways to get hold of me if you want me, as I said, on Skype, I'm dancing 57. So easy enough to link up with me on Skype if you want to. But I also do spiritual coaching where I work with Amos. I'm also an infinite possibilities trainer, um, law of attraction practitioner. So I do a lot of work with that, with vision boarding, with happiness jars, with there is a lot I do, but I work with individuals and I put what works for you. So you can always find me. If not, Bonnie Albers knows how to get hold of me. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. And I love that. And I want to thank you, Deb, because you bring so much to the show. You bring help, inspiration to all that come, even in chat, as well as our callers. And I want to thank everybody. I want to tell everybody, your friend is actually going to be here tomorrow. And mm -hmm. it is amazing. He's amazing. Barry John, without him, I wouldn't have been able to get a hold of you. And he is also bringing a girl that brings through spirit, Kirsty Selleck, which I have never met. So I'm excited and I can't wait for the show. And everybody that wants to find spirit, yeah, tomorrow. I've never met Kirsten, but I've heard fantastic things of her. Yeah, yeah, come to the show. Well, I hope you listen tomorrow, but you and I have a, uh, we, I, we have a date tomorrow morning, which I'm excited to keep, and we'll look at some other dates to bring you back here. And I want to thank you again. Okay. I want to thank everybody for listening. And you are, and it is, an honor and a pleasure. You're amazing, and I can't wait till you join us again. So thank you, Deb, okay, so much. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Bye. And if it's not before Christmas, have a great festive season, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.